Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. WTOC AM, W236CR, Indianapolis. Keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection. Brought to you by Child Advocates. Your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And good afternoon and welcome to Community Connection. I'm Tina Cosby. Today is Tuesday, January 23rd. Happy birthday, Miss Jewel. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008 is our listener line number. Again, our new listener line number for you is 317-972-3008. Um, just yesterday, we were sharing with you uh, good news, you know, good news, a preview of how one member of our community, uh, one organization in our community, the Mount Carmel Church um, on the city's far east side, uh, is going to be going in depth with its celebration of Black History Month starting this evening, uh, by the way. Um, that celebration is going to be free and open to the public and taking place before, during, and after uh, Black History Month to more or less underscore the importance of uh, us knowing our black history. And we'll certainly keep you updated on that and many, many more uh, events in our community uh, for Black History Month uh, so that you can participate uh, and have a choice to participate if you like. We'll certainly, again, keep you updated. But today... Uh, comes some disturbing news surrounding the celebration of Black History Month. Breaking news, uh, if you will. Um, it reportedly involves the city's police department, its community of African-American police officers, and a growing uh, controversy regarding Black History Month. As part of that breaking news, uh, today at 4.30 on the seventh floor of the Julia Carson Government Center, 300 East Fall Creek Boulevard North Drive, there's going to be a live press conference. Um, hosting that press conference will be the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance, um, Attorney Robert Turner, and other uh, members of the community, as well as IMPD's community of African-American um, officers. In fact, we have with us right now um, Attorney Robert Turner and Elder Lionel Rush, president of the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance. Again, they're going to be hosting that breaking press conference just a few hours from now. Uh, Elder Rush, uh, Attorney Turner, welcome uh, to Community Connection, and thank you both so, so very much for being here with us uh, today. Well, thank you. Thank you, Ms. Tina. Yeah. Uh, so, we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've asked our chief legal counsel, the very competent mm-hmm. uh, Robert Turner, if he would take the lead in what we'll say very briefly mm-hmm. uh, because we want to say what we need to say in the press conference. But let me just say this. Interdenominational Ministry Alliance has been around since 1907, and we represent the African American community. And oh, uh, Elder Rush, the- Elder Rush, hold on, hold on, just a second. Um, is there? So where where are you? We're trying. Uh, we're I'm, trying. We're getting a whole. We can barely hear you. We're getting a whole lot of feedback in your in your line. Okay, I'm I'm in a room by myself. So it's not mine. Are you on speaker? 
no, I'm in a room. But okay, no now that here. whatever you just did, that's far better. Okay, now we're cooking. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, Energy Nomination Ministry Alliance has uh, existed since 1907, and we've been here to deal with issues pertaining to people not only of color but of consciousness. When mm-hmm. uh, a number of people come to us throughout the week and throughout the months and throughout the years, we don't take every case. This one, we thought the better part of Bella was to speak to it mm-hmm. uh, as our attorney. And he's going to give our statement. It's going to be brief because what we want to say, we want to say it at 430. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know the press conference is, yeah, the press conference is coming up shortly. So we're just, we're just asking what can you tell us uh, right now? So it's Attorney Turner, how are you today? Good, good. Uh, well, the one thing I will say is there's really nothing controversial or dramatic about uh, the events of the press conference. We're just emphasizing the historic contribution of minorities mm-hmm. in Indianapolis, particularly in the Indianapolis Police Department, toward the improvement and progression of the police department from the time period of us being basically regulated to patrol on the Indiana Avenue on two different cars to actually getting to the point where we uh, have blacks who are chief of police. It's a long progression. We owe that to so many people, people like Willie Larkins, for example, and and some John Martin, uh, Richard Crenshaw, uh, T.C. Watson, so many people that really struggled for this city. And And you... Elder, I'm talking. Okay. <laughs> Elder can't. He can't. He can't keep it to himself. Uh, you you know that, Attorney Turner. Elder just cannot sit on it. <laughs> but it's all about recognizing their contribution. Yes. There's nothing controversial, but we do want to emphasize that these officers should have the opportunity to celebrate their culture just like everyone else, just like the the Irish at St. Patrick's Day, just like Absolutely. the Gay Pride. And they're emphasizing that they want that opportunity. My understanding is the Chief Taylor approved that opportunity, but it ran into some friction. But we're still positively communicating that we want to emphasize the positive contributions of black officers to the progression of this police department over the years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, the fact that there was a need to call the press conference, though. I guess maybe I'll dig a little further than that. It is to emphasize, again, the opportunity that these officers deserve. Is that correct? Is that what you're saying? Well, I think the opportunity for the officers to have the opportunity, I guess, mm-hmm. in terms of mm-hmm. celebrating the contributions of others, it's mm-hmm. it's not unusual. It's not uh, no. any more than anybody else has done the same like i say with the gay pride or the iris celebrations that go on in the city mm-hmm. so it's not controversial but like so many other things sometimes people just don't like the idea we're not worried about that we're talking about the positives and what the officers have done to help and improve the city over the years so the importance of the community knowing about the press conference coming up. Uh, tell us about that a little bit, because you certainly Tina, want. You, Tina, you you are you are being the investigative reporter that you are. <laughs> we know, uh, Tina. Meet us at four thirty. Okay, let me ask you this: who all, all your... who all will be present? Who all will be present? You can tell me. Tina, meet us at four thirty. Oh. We'll answer all of your questions. <laughs> You're not going to tell me I who's going to be I there. Don't... 
I don't know, Dean. I don't. I have no idea. And again, everybody's welcome. But it's it's not a negative. It's not. I don't think it's controversial. But again, it's the emphasis of the struggle that has been going on since day one in America, a progressive struggle that has improved America, and it has likewise improved Indianapolis because of the contributions of these people. We have thought leaders, we have theologians, we have pastors, senior pastors in our community, NAACP, others. You know what, Tina, I already told you, we're not going to tell you anything now. Meet us at 4.30, and we'll be on tomorrow if you like us. We'd, we'd like to come. Well, on, yeah, I, yeah, of course, of course. You know, okay. the, the door is always open for you all, especially um, after the, the press conference. Uh, I've, I've let our uh, regional VP and, and uh, GM, Dion Levingston, know about it um, and, and others. So uh, there's something there. Uh, and I guess by definition, you know, maybe, the, the, you know, as, as she uh, keep wanting to call you Chief Turner um, as attorney. Yeah, I don't know why he does that. Uh, yeah. When I say that, too. Yeah. Uh, but it's uh, but it is it's of, of it, it. It is a very good high interest in the community. It's very important that the community know about this, that the community follow the developments here, be that, you know, I guess however you want to describe them and that the community know where they can, you know, lend their support if necessary. So we're going to find all of that out um, at uh, at 430. Uh, and it's going to be a will stand behind the black officers in this city. We're going to do that. That's okay. it. That OK. Is that what you're saying? Elder Full Rush? Stop. Full stop. Uh, the interdenominational ministerial alliance stands behind the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department officers, black officers, retired and, and active, uh, 100% stands behind the officers. We have stood behind IPD, but we're certainly going to stand behind these black officers with that great historicity that Chief Turner, uh, who always want to make me shut up. Uh, no, we know what these guys put in, and we, we're not going to let them down now. That's that, That's it. So... Come out here and, and, and see us at 430 at the Julia Carson building, and we'll talk to y'all later. All right, then. <laughs> okay. Dana, it's uh, nice talking to you for the bit of time I got to talk to you. Yeah, it was nice talking to you, too, uh, Attorney yeah. Turner. And uh, as always, nice talking to you, Elder Rush. And, um, yeah, we, you know, but uh, we certainly want to make make everyone aware and want to invite those who are interested to, to go and to turn out and to come out. So, um, this is uh, this is going to be of, of huge community interest, I do believe. So, thank you both so very much. Thank you, thank you, Tina. Right, thank you. And again, that was um, uh, attorney, former IMPD Deputy Chief uh, Robert Turner, also an attorney Turner, um, Chief Counsel for the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance, and uh, Elder Lionel Rush, uh, President of the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance, um, attorney Turner. Uh, was uh, characterizing this a little differently, I think, than, uh, than Elder Rush. But um, I can see both sides. I can see what Attorney Turner was saying, but I also can see uh, what Elder Rush was saying. And I'm going to get a little bit more into that uh, in just a few. Uh, but if you want to weigh in on this, I'm going to tell you a little bit more of what we think uh, is going on. And, and I'm going to read this release to you from the uh, Ministerial Alliance as well. Uh, but we do have a caller, and we will take your calls, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. Actually, if you could stay right there, Mr. Russell, I'm going to get to you. I want to read this first uh, now that I think about it. But um, this is from the Alliance. 
Um, and it's uh, it, it's titled Black History Month Celebration. And it says, in light of the recent Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday and Black History Month, the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance supports the efforts of the Indianapolis Metropolitan Police Department's minority police officers to honor the history and contributions of minority police officers throughout the history in the city of Indianapolis. The Minority Police Officers Association has designed a commemorative badge. That badge has been approved by Chief Randall P. Taylor and may be voluntarily worn during February, Black History Month, each year subject to departmental policy. The commemorative badges were ordered via the Indy Public Safety Foundation with 60 to 70 commemorative badges being ordered and paid for. Paid for by minority police officers on December 21st, 2023 with the understanding that there was a four- to six-week delivery time. Unfortunately, the minority police officers recently discovered that the Indy Public Safety Foundation did not, did not actually place the order for the commemorative badges until January 15th, 2024. Therefore, based upon the anticipated delivery time of four to six weeks, the commemorative badges will not be available to the officers for the Black History Month celebration. We all recognize the city of Indianapolis as a progressive and diverse metropolitan community. It is very important and appropriate that our city's diversity and the achievements of all cultural segments of our community are properly recognized and commemorated. So again, ordered, paid for by the officers themselves, both current and retired from what I understand, were not ordered. So therefore, will not be available for Black History Month. 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Again, at the time, totally approved, 100% approved by the, the chief at the time, Randall Taylor. He approved it. Um, what do you think? What are you? I, I got a little bit more to tell you about that, that what I think I know. Anyway, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Three zero zero eight, Mr. Russell. How are you? Hey, Gina. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I think we we um, you know this this country is basically um, juvenile in terms of uh, its age, in terms of other countries like China and and uh, 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 England, and you know we're we're just we're trying to do remarkable things in terms of experimentation with people getting along, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that in terms of this situation uh, and other situations, sometimes when the black community stands up to try to do positive things, uh, the enemy, the foe, tries to turn it into something negative. Mm-hmm. And I think that we have to be careful about that because uh, just in my own experience in working with some of the police officers that were mentioned by by uh, uh, former public safety uh, director Turner and, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know, I, I think that we, we really need to be careful about that because I think we need to definitely promote the positive and I think that that's what they're doing. Uh, just in my own experience, uh, mm-hmm. recent experience, you know, working with with some of these officers, the things that they had to go through, 
you know, there was a consent decree by the federal government. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of things legally that happened in, in the not-too-distant past, and I think that we have benefited as a community because mm-hmm. of that. Now, they, you know, they, they uh, stopped the consent decree, and I think we, we've still been on a positive upswing in terms of uh, uh, progress mm-hmm. in public safety, definitely. And I don't, I don't think there's anything wrong with with uh, with uh, commending the the people that really stuck their necks out like really. But, but that's that's not what's yeah. at the heart of this issue, though, Mr. Russell. And I'm going to read that. I'm going to read the, the the release again. Everything is on the positive. Everything that these officers they they went they worked the process and did everything that they were supposed to do. Retired and active, they they got permission from the chief, right? Uh, they got it designed. They paid for it, right? Uh, and they did everything that they could do to be ready to display their pride during Black History Month. And for whatever reason, wasn't ordered. Well, yeah. The other, thing, the other piece about that, okay, uh, it wasn't ordered, and, and, and that was, there that were was, a couple of other things in there too. Yeah, right? and, yeah. and they dropped the ball on that. The, the ball was dropped on that. But at the same time, you know. Your conversation yesterday, uh, we were talking about uh, uh, the fact that uh, why well, just have a month for Black History? You know, it should be year round. Mm-hmm. So the 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 make lim- lemonade out of lemons because okay, it doesn't the 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 badges didn't come for Black History Month, but they can, they can still be used uh, the rest of the year, right? So, but but again, I think if we say if we, you're right. Of course, they can be used. They can be used year round. But the point and the fact of the matter is that for this particular celebration and for this particular time, these officers, these minority officers, support all of the other IMPD uh, uh, celebrations. They support the LGBTQ community. They support the Latinx community. They support um, the, the you know the uh, the the women and minority. They support these officers. Support. And and get support from the department for all of these other, I I, I don't know observances, if you will. And well, so well, when yeah, it comes well, to Black History Month, that you know, and they've done everything that that they've supported every other, uh, you know, every other celebration. And then when theirs comes up, there you know there there's a question. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The reason that I'm saying, yes, it can be all year long, and yes, but why should they have to wait, or why should they be denied the opportunity when they did everything the right way when, you know, they have, re- I think that there's, I think there might be within this that they have reason to believe that there was something going on or some kind of politics being played that uh, just simply did not allow. Because as you know, an interim chief uh, came along after the chief, Right. So we don't know if the interim chief said, well, go ahead and do this or said, well, let's wait. We don't know. My other right. thing is, Mr. Russell, the and as as Elder Rush so um, slyly put it, the, the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance does not step in front of a microphone unless they have an, a, a real issue to take take up. And as he said, we don't take all cases. So I don't think it's as innocuous as, well, we missed the deadline, but we can do it. You know, we got our, you know, we've got the, you know, there was somebody sent out a press, the IMPD, the first uh, department in the country to have commemorative uh, black history badges. All of that is fine and well, but when 
it comes their time to stand stand in the spotlight, why are they denied, or why will they not get it? You know, why will they? Yeah, I understand that, but I think that's the point I was trying to make. You know, a lot of times when it comes to uh, anything that the black community does, positive or otherwise, it gets high visibility. And like I say, the enemy would turn that to try to turn that into a negative through various means. We're seeing that in terms of all kind of, even through politics now, we're seeing people lie and cheat and steal mm-hmm. to try to get their point across, you know, mm-hmm. and they keep repeating these lies and cheating and stealing and, and uh, they're having a certain amount of success, but we can't, I don't think we can let that go uh, forward. We try. We have to try to deal with that. But what uh, the point I was trying to make is a lot of times when, when people in the black community do something positive or whatever, uh, it gets high visibility, and then the enemy tries to turn that into a negative. And I think that might have been what, what happened a lot of times with misunderstanding in terms of uh, just like you're saying, you know, when it comes to the black community, a lot of times it's looked in a negative way instead of a positive way. Mm-hmm. You see, you, mm-hmm. like the groups, the groups you mentioned, yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, through our history, a lot of times the enemy is trying to turn things that, that the black community does into a negative, and I think that mm-hmm. definitely needs to be addressed. But I don't think that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think we, we should stop making lemonade. When we get I, yeah, and again, I don't think that that's the point of the press release at all. I mean, the press conference at all. I don't think that's the point of the press release at all. I understand what you're saying, though. There's a lesson in there that, that we all uh, need to learn. But there's also frustration. Black History Month should not be this difficult. You know, it shouldn't. It just simply should not be, especially... Uh, anyway, they're, they're, they're going to go... They're going to go into... <laughs> they're going to go into... There, there's a lot... Um, off the yeah. record that that um that we and and like uh like chief uh, uh well not chief uh, turner but uh, uh attorney turner said he sees it all as positive and it is it is all a positive but but why is it so difficult to be positive what why are those why is it so hard to do something positive when they've done everything they're supposed to do in, including supporting every other organization every other uh, marginalized group that the department recognizes why is it that they are you know it, it just I, I don't know is it a culture war now I, it, and then you've got the, you've got the change a and it's been a culture war against the black community through the, yeah. through the years yeah. you know still is yeah I'm just and, saying I, I I know for a fact that rush does not step up to the microphone uh, to say at a boy. You know that's good. That, that that there's something going on, and he more or less alluded to that too. He wouldn't say, but there's something going on that he is not entirely uh, happy with. Happy with, right? And and I don't think he should be. No. What I'm what what my point is, this is something that that as as a nation of people mm-hmm. dealing with various communities, we have mm-hmm. to deal with that. And a lot of times, the black community has to take a low, you know, when it, when it shouldn't. No, and, you're and, right. You're right. We shouldn't have to. Uh-uh. And, 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 and it's good to point that out, but we're, we are a young nation really compared to other, other countries and we shouldn't lose sight of that fact, you know, uh, but, where, we're, where, but we're, but we're old enough to know are trying to turn that into a negative and, and divisive, 
you, you but know, we're, we're young. We're still young, but we're old enough to know right from wrong. By absolutely. this point, by this point absolutely. in time, we're old enough to know better, and we're old we, enough to know right I, from wrong. I agree one hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, a lot of times you have to take things like they are and try mm-hmm. to turn them into what you want them to be. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that's that's life. And uh, but mm-hmm. what I'm, I think the most important thing I think that can come out of this is is better understanding because basically we're all people that have common sense are trying to do the best they can. And what I'm saying is the enemy will try to turn that into a divisive thing, just like they're doing Mm -hmm. even on the national political scene, Mm -hmm. you know, and we have to be always uh, cognizant of that and, and, Mm -hmm. and and move forward. But I I think that, that the point, that they're having the press conference is great. Uh, and, 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 again, I think it's a learning thing. It's a learning curve, and uh, hopefully we can learn. And why not turn this into a, a recruitment tool? Because we need more police, period. You know, mm-hmm. why not turn it into a recruiting uh, mm-hmm. situation. So yeah, there, uh, and I, I see what you're saying, Mr. Russell, and I, I certainly get that. And uh, I yeah, uh, there there's a whole lot to go to the and without there there's there's something to be said without being said. But there's so I I just like I said the the presence of of Elder Rush, the alliance, uh, the fact that Elder Rush has called their council uh, attorney. Right, there's more. There there's something here that needs to be corrected quickly. Yeah, um, I, 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 I agree. So. Yeah. I agree. And I, you know, I, well, I don't disagree. And, and, and I think mm-hmm. that uh, the point that having the press conference is a good thing because uh, when the press conference uh, is completed, hopefully people will have a greater understanding mm-hmm. of what we're all trying to do is move forward, do the mm-hmm. best we can. Yeah, indeed. We, we, we most certainly are. We most certainly are. Uh, thank you, Mr. Russell. We really appreciate it. Hey, we got a, a, a caller that could not stay on the line, and the caller's question was, what did the officers pay for the badges and who was supposed to order them? I do not know what the cost of each badge was or, or how much uh, the order was. I do know, and I'm reading this directly from the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance press conference release, press release. I'm going to read this directly from the release, and it says, the commemorative badges were ordered via the Indy Public Safety Foundation with 60 to 70 commemorative badges being ordered and paid for by minority police officers on December 21st, 2023, with the understanding that there was a four to six week delivery time. OK, so they were paid for and ordered in plenty of time for Black History Month. It looks like uh, everything was in place December 21st. Um, and they were to be a four to six week delivery time. Unfortunately, the minority police officers recently discovered that the Indy Public Safety Foundation did not actually place the order for the commemorative badges until January 15th, 2024. Therefore, based upon the anticipated delivery time of four to six weeks after the commemorative badges would not be available to the officers for the Black History Month celebration. And if you do the math, I think that they would not be delivered until one day after Black History Month ended. Okay, one day. Um, If you do the math, if they were ordered, they weren't ordered until January 15th. Uh, If you look at the four to six week delivery time or the delivery time that was given, um, I believe it would have been one day at the end of Black History Month. So they would not have been available. Uh, so that, uh, caller, hopefully that answers your question. I don't know what the cost was. Um, 
and I don't know what the entire I don't know what the individual badges cost. I don't know what the entire order cost. Um, I just know that everything was paid for, um, according to this release from the alliance. Everything was paid for by minority officers, and again. Uh, I have it on very good authority that not only uh, current, uh, you know, current officers, but also retired officers. They all pitched in and they all uh, paid. Uh, we got to take a quick break, but you can you can weigh in on this. I got a little bit more to share with you. Um, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Uh, 430 this afternoon at the Julia Carson Government Center, 300 East Fall Creek Parkway North Drive. A press conference on this. We'll be right back. Let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Uh, upcoming a, a, a couple of hours from now, right now it's 1.30 at 4.30 over at the Julia Carson Government Center, there's going to be uh, a press release. Uh, excuse me, the press release I'm holding in my hand. There's going to be a press conference um, uh, hosted by the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance uh, and some other community leaders uh, regarding um, Black History Month celebration for uh, IMPD minority officers, um, a celebration, a, a symbol of the celebration uh, that apparently has been um, misplaced, denied. I mean, I don't know how you can, you know, how you want to, um, how you want to phrase it, but um, there, there's going to be a whole lot more, but the, the bottom line is these badges were, um, designed, uh, paid for, and it was believed that they were ordered, uh, in a reasonable amount of time to get here, uh, by Black History Month so that the, uh, minority officers, the black officers that wanted to, uh, could wear them and display them. And now it looks as if it's not going to happen. Uh, the badges will not be here because they were not ordered, uh, until January 15th. And, um... Uh, because of the artwork and some other uh, considerations, there's a four to six week delivery time, which would put them just outside of the realm of Black History Month, which, you know, as Mr. Russell said, you can you can celebrate uh, and wear your pride uh, all year long. Uh, but what a special time that time is set aside to specially celebrate. So so why not be able to do that during? So so what what happened? What's going on? Uh, I got as much as I could get out of Elder Rush. Uh, but, uh, he says, Tina, I'll see you at four 30, get over here at four 30. Ah, okay. I'll be over there. But, um, there, there's just, there's just a lot more. Jeff, go ahead. How are you? Uh, hey, good afternoon, Tina. Good afternoon. There's more questions than answers for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm, uh, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, like, uh, the optics definitely don't look good. Uh, and like I said, I guess we won't really know anything until 4:30. But uh, this this group that was responsible for sending out the uh, this this the stuff on the badges are they outside the NZ or this within the uh, PD? Indy Public Safety Foundation. Um, so um, I, I the Indy Public Safety Foundation did not actually place the order for the commemorative badges. Uh, so they were in charge. I, you know, the Indy Public Safety Foundation. So I think it's it's somewhat attached. 
I, I'd have to look at the, 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 the direct connections. But, yeah, obviously it was a, a trusted organization um, with a city appointee, a city slash uh, public safety appointee um, for that foundation. So, yeah, yeah, I'm sure that that's someone they work with on the regular. Yeah. Or well, they wouldn't have placed the order through them. But, you know, here, yeah. here's the thing. I, I do not have anything official, but I can say that I have it on extremely good authority, extremely reliable uh, source, extremely good authority that most, but not, but most has to do with um, some, there, there's just a lot more to, th- this is the result of some other things going on behind the scenes. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, I mean, that's the only conclusion you can yeah. come up with. I mean, you know, like as one of your predecessors used to say, something in the milk ain't white. Something in the milk ain't white, yeah. Um, on its and, face, now on its face, a celebration, observance, acknowledgement of Black History Month uh, by not only blacks on the force, but by others would appear to be a no-brainer. And yet there should be no, uh, Chief Turner steered away from the term controversy, but there should be no misunderstanding. There shouldn't be anything that has fallen through the well, cracks. Well, just a nice way of saying there's a problem. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I am... Yeah, I'm very much looking forward to finding out much more uh, from the press conference because it's hard to see how um, this could have escalated to the point uh, of community intervention. And that's all I'm saying. You know, if Chief Turner doesn't want to say uh, controversy, okay, but you've got community intervention. You know, you've got you've got Rush, and he says we don't take every case, we don't take everything that comes to us, but we felt like we had to step up and take this one. We had to talk about it. So what do y'all, we'll hear it. We'll hear it. Uh, We'll hear a lot more. 317-972-3008, Jeff. But yeah, I, yeah, it's, it's just odd. It's just odd. Yeah, like I said, the optics of it don't look good. And uh, uh, I hope there's nothing nefarious going on, but what other conclusion can one come up with? They, Mm -hmm. you know, they did the responsible thing by letting people know that, you know, uh, this needs to be, done by a certain time and 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 they got everything in within the time frame certainly they had paid for ordered and approved by the acting chief at the time and you would think that chief taylor you can't blame this is one you can't you know i know a lot of folks are chief taylor but chief taylor said of course yes go ahead you know i think that's a great you know chief taylor said yes so i don't know we're dealing with a with a pandora's box situation and more stuff coming to the surface when this, when this yeah yeah place, and and uh, and you got to believe that that there could be more things coming to the surface because right now they're in the hunt for a new chief of police right yeah and so I mean, you've got uh could it be a a female could it be uh we, you know we, we've tossed her name around ida williams you know an african-american female commander williams quite quite qualified quite capable um another one who's quite qualified and quite capable deputy chief of investigations kendall adams uh but you know uh, and and another uh, you know african-american and african-american male Uh, but there are there are others who are qualified who don't have to be african-american or what have you so you know but that you know those are two names that that have that have come to the to the service to the forefront uh but who's who's in charge of of putting that together who's going to make that I, I know the mayor ultimately makes the decision he makes the call and the appointment but how is that process how does one person race to the top and you know somebody else? what is the interim chief what did the interim chief of police have to do with it if anything maybe nothing i don't know um, um yeah yeah, yeah the interim chief the, the the acting chief um did he say yes like chief 
Taylor did, or did he say no? Did he say so? I, I did he? I don't know. Well, who's the head of the uh, the Public Safety Foundation? Who, who's that? That person? That that there has to be a person in charge of that. Why did they apparently? seemingly dropped the ball why did they not order until january knowing that there was a four to six week lag and knowing that they had a request for the order back in december why did they wait until the middle of january when they knew black history month was coming up two weeks later i don't know well if there was something nefarious going on i that person or persons should be you know put on the spotlight you know uh could it be human error? Yeah, I mean, maybe because of all the, the changes that's taking place, at, at, you know, with IMPD, could have got lost in the shuffle. I'm yeah, being, a lot of, a lot, I, a lot of changes, a lot of changes taking place. I'm just right. being, uh, I don't want, well, I'm just being uh, optimistic about, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm I, I want to be optimistic, but I also want to pl- ask questions and play the devil's advocate, yeah. too, because, again, I can't get past. Why Why is Rush even involved? See, that's what I'm saying. I, you, you have to look for certain things. Uh, and when he said we don't, you, you could have, I, I might, I'll re, maybe we can rewind it or something. But he said we don't, we've been around since 19 or whatever, and we don't take everything that is brought to us. But we felt we had to take this one. That in and of itself is key to me. That's what piqued my interest, right? Yeah. That's what made my question. Okay, well, why'd you say that, Rush? And then turn around and say, I can't tell you, Tina. And I, you know, Rush and I go back and forth. But yeah. he, he was telling me without telling me. You see what I'm saying? You have to look for things. I, I was reading between the lines. Yeah, it was a bit cryptic. Yeah, just reading between the lines. Okay, well, if it's if it's all you know, all above board and it, you know, it could have been a, you know, a clerical error, clerical error. It could have been something that has fallen through the cracks as administrations um, are shifting and changing and things of that nature. That very well could have been, but the, the Indy public safety foundation, I, I don't know. What do they do? Why, why would they, they would, would they have been impacted by the new search for a new chief? I get That's a fair question or, but like I said, they're, if they're a different entity, then there shouldn't be a problem. They shouldn't even call it in the politics. What's mm-hmm. going on with IMPD? Yeah. But but we're I'm we're all talking. we're all speculating right now. Like I said, everybody we're all speculating. I you know uh, I will look forward to hearing. And again, uh, Rush and uh, uh, Attorney Turner are certainly okay. welcome to come back on tomorrow after the. And I, I get it. You know they've got. And we may be way off base. We could be so far off base it's not even funny. We don't know. Well, they, but they do sound they're playing their their uh, their cars heading you know, close enough to the vest. Yes, yes, close enough are. to the vest. Mm-hmm. So you know they're not playing their openly playing their hand. But right. like I said, I hope there's nothing nefarious going on here or mm-hmm. anything that's um, indifferent or intolerant. But uh, it just the optics the optics just don't look good at all, mm-hmm. and uh, especially when other groups. You know, whether they're German-American, Irish-American, they don't seem to have this issue. But when it comes to us, there's always a snag. And you, mm-hmm. you have to wonder, if it walks like a duck, quacks like a duck, guess what? Mm-hmm. Must be a duck. Could be. Know. Quack, quack. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. So, <laughs> I don't know. But um, we'll we'll find out. And and the good thing is, yeah, the good thing is they're bringing it to the public forefront. Uh, and totally. uh, and so therefore, uh, you know, we'll know, we'll know. So, but You're thank totally you. Well. Yep. Okay. All righty. Thank you, Jeff. Appreciate it. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. Paula, go ahead. How are you? 
Hi, good afternoon, Tina. Um, I've been listening um, to the show, and I was wondering if you could, from that press release uh, or the the letter that the Mm -hmm. date, the deadline for the the, uh, badges to be ordered, what was the deadline? Uh, well, in order December, it was something December something. Wasn't it? December twenty first, uh, they were badges. They were ordered on December twenty first. Okay, so they had to be paid. And what was the cutoff date in order to get them back in time for Black History Month? That's my, I guess. I don't. It, it doesn't show, but it says uh, by the time they were ordered on January fifteenth, there was no time. Okay. That means they were just ordered the other day. Yeah, oh, exactly. I, I don't know. I heard the December uh, date, and I guess it's kind of, um, I've been just the first thing that popped in my head. I don't know if it could be something I'm curious to find out, but uh, it just stuck out that January 15th was Dr. King's birthday. I don't know. Oh, good point. Good. And the King holiday. Why was somebody working on that day? Yeah, they should have been off. On that day, was it ordered on that day? So was it hell? I, you know, It says the foundation that, you know what, that's a really, really good point. The foundation did not actually place the order for the commemorative badges until January 15th, 2024. King's holiday, the King birthday. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's the, I've just been kind of like, hmm, hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. So it'll just be interesting and curious to find out, you know, what the details, um, what, you know, what really actually happened. You know, that, oh, my goodness, that, boy, if that was done <laughs> deliberately. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I'll, right now, will we be at this, uh, will we be able to hear this? Is this not, or will we just have to, will be on like on the news later on? We won't be able to hear it. Oh yeah, it'll be on the news, live. and you're most certainly able to uh, to to attend if you like, and if you can't Please. go, I I suspect it's probably going to be on somebody's Facebook page. Somebody's going to go live with it oh, on Facebook. Facebook. I forgot to ask Rush that uh, where okay. uh, people could check it out live on Facebook. Um, uh, uh, what is what's the yeah, the association United uh, mm-hmm. Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance? Okay, I'll cut them. Yeah, they do have a Facebook page, and so maybe they'll okay. be going live on their Facebook page. Good point. Okay. And I like that, the fact that January 15th, I, that went on. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Yeah, Thank you, Paula. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, 317-972-3008. Tony, go ahead. How are you? Uh, I just want to make a quick uh, point that uh, in, in the state of Indiana, some places are not observing Martin Luther King and or Juneteenth. So some places are open. Okay, okay, that's fine. To, to, to be neutral, and that's it. That's what I want to bring up. You're absolutely correct. Not every entity uh, celebrates or observes the federal King holiday. You're right. Or, or uh, But uh, the day is symbolic because that is the day. I just, I just felt like that day is very, it could have been the 14th, it could have been the 16th or the 15th. Very symbolic day. Very symbolic day. Um, yeah. Uh, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008 is our listener line. Deborah, go ahead. How are you? Hi. Good afternoon, Miss Tina. How are you? I am well. How are you today? I'm doing okay. Good, good information we're finding out today yeah. or just listening to. <laughs> we're just, I, we're, you know what we're doing? You know what we're doing, Deborah? We're poking around trying to find out. Okay. So. Yeah. <laughs> we're just poking yeah. around. Okay, poke. That's, the, that's the, the journalism in you. You can't help that. You, you can't help that. <laughs> you can't. But oh, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I did think about the Martin Luther King Day, you know, that the fifteenth. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It ain't gonna make no 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 difference. You can't stop a black person, a black man, woman. You just can't stop us. We cannot be stopped. Mm-hmm. You can try it, but you can't stop us. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna leave that alone. Mm-hmm. My question is, well said. yeah, because that's that's a fact. <laughs> that's that, a fact. That's a black fact. That's a black <laughs> fact. Put that down. That's a black fact. Yeah. No. Okay, I'm right. a little bit. You go, you go ahead and preach now it. if you want to. Go yes, honey, because, uh, <laughs> honey, we coming, baby. They tried to stop the Indians. Couldn't do that. Uh, tried to stop. I mean, but anyway, let me ask you this. The, the, the information about the black history tonight at mm-hmm. the church, mm-hmm. um, will that be, um, or do you know if, if, That'll be live on 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 Facebook or whichever one of the social media platforms. Um, I, you know, Pastor Dr. Williams was here last night and he was giving everybody the address to the church, uh, the time and all the dates of all of the different um, workshops and things of that nature. I will say Uh that um, Lamar Campbell, who uh, he's the uh, uh, minister of music out there and also one of our colleagues here uh, at Radio One Indy. Lamar is very active on social media, and I cannot imagine that um, there would not be some kind of a live stream from um, uh, Mount Carmel's social Mount Carmel's Facebook page. Let me look on their Facebook page. And Lamar, if you are listening, can you shoot me a text and um, let me know where uh, where folks can you know if this is going to be streaming uh, tonight's if tonight's session is going to be streaming on. Uh, the Mount Carmel Facebook page, the Mount Carmel Church Facebook page. Um, they stream. Pastor, they stream quite a bit. Yeah. Pastor Williams does this. Um, teaches, and, and I remember some years ago, a couple of years back, that he was going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just wanted to know. I actually want to physically be there, um, mm-hmm. but I also wonder if he's listening. Where Where's the book at? Because I'm 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 ready for the book, the black facts. Put oh, I got the, the book radio. in my. I've got the book in my office yeah really though where where can i get the book <laughs> okay let me uh you know the book is is called um you can go to here's the website bh365.org bh hold on hold on because i'm i'm i got everything in my hand hold that's on, all right me, the book is fascinating the book is huge. i bet it is because uh I'm I'm interested in African American history and mm-hmm. books, uh, mm-hmm. everything black facts, everything black facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna keep on because I'm not I can't turn inside out. I'm a black person, mm-hmm. but mixed with different things. But I think about what the flim flam, and I'll call it flim flam that they mm-hmm. they tried to do. But I think the officers should be able to wear the badges anyway. I don't care. Well, about they they were gonna wear them, but black history all everywhere is black history. Yeah. Yeah, they were yeah they were gonna wear them they just couldn't get access to them that's right, the problem a flim flam yeah, now, now yeah. i could have got my niece to do it and she'd have got it to yesterday yeah now i don't know why people got to play when it comes you know black people uh, we, we got to keep on enduring but it's a prayer way and god gonna make sure we get mm-hmm. everything we need because he supplies all of our needs i'm it, ready for the website okay it's b h three sixty five dot org bh365 dot org and it looks Is like that's the name of the book no that's the name of the website where you can order the book what's the name of the book uh black history 365 that's the name of the book black history 365 
Um, if you want to, um, let me see. I, I should, I tell you what, I will go and get it. It's on my desk. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Let me look at the, here on the website. It looks like this is going to, it says, be sure to catch Dr. Theron. Oh, this was yesterday on Community Connection. Uh, and then he's got here a share and repost that this series, don't miss tonight. So, yeah, it's going to be on um, on their Facebook page, and that's just Mount Carmel Church. Um, their Facebook now, page. Now, I'm going to ask you something. Mm-hmm. And, 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 y'all, the listeners, don't come for me. Please don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I, I really want us to be protected while we're there. I wonder who's going to protect us. I know God is. But, you know, this is a controversial topic with black mm-hmm. people. I don't know why we can't learn our history. I don't know why we got to be scrutinized and, mm-hmm. and targeted. You know, there's nobody else but but us. I don't understand why people fear black people so much. Mm-hmm. We're just people. Mm-hmm. So I wondered, you know, because I, I want to attend this thing, but I, I'm, you know, I I, I I don't want to leave my gun at home. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. I ain't trying to leave my gun at home because okay. I ain't trying to have no food come up and do uh, the food. Okay. You see okay. what I'm saying? Well, I'm going to let you work that God. out. <laughs> I'm going to let you I work that God, out. I love God, but I just wonder who's going to be there to protect us while we're learning well, and getting <laughs> this information. That's what I'm wondering. I, I'm sure there's some form of it. Now, you getting into an area I don't know. I think I ain't okay. coming. I'm All coming. right. Okay, Deborah. And what I'll do is during the break, I'll go get the book. And but I'm I'm almost positive it's it's sitting right there on my desk, and I'm looking at the picture of it. But I'll I'll mention the name again right after we come back from the break. Okay. Thank you, Miss Tina. All Enjoy right. your day. Thank you. You too. And we'll be right back with more community connection right after this. WTOCAM, W236CR, Indianapolis, keeping you informed with what's happening in and around Indy. It's Community Connection, brought to you by Child Advocates, your voice, their future. On Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM. And we are back with Community Connection. The name of the book uh, for, uh, was it Denise? I think it was. Deborah, 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 Deborah. I'm sorry, Deborah, Deborah. Deborah, please forgive me. Uh, <laughs> I was just talking to uh, talking to Dion and a whole bunch of other folks, and I got my uh, my notes mixed up. That was Deborah. Yes, um, the name of the book uh, is called Black History: An Inclusive Account of American History, and is by Dr. Walter Melton Jr. and Joel A. Freeman, Ph.D. Again, it's just called Black History: An Inclusive Account of American History. By Dr. Walter Milton Jr. and Joel A. Freeman, Ph.D. Now, on the on the on the spine, it says Black History 365. So I think you're going to have um, success putting in any title. Again, I'm holding it here in my hand, and Black History 365 on the face, the cover, it's black. Uh, it has black history in white letters and history. It has black and white letters and history in orange. Um, and again, it reads an inclusive account of American history, Dr. Walter Milton Jr. and Joel A. Freeman, Ph.D. So hopefully you can find uh, you can find that book. Uh, it is absolutely um, amazing. The pictures, the inventory of pictures throughout this book. I like pictures. <laughs> yeah, I guess I never outgrew picture books. Huh? Um, but <laughs> you're laughing, AJ. I did. I always loved picture books. Um but the, the these have uh, this book has so much rich history 
You want to take a look at it, AJ? Take a look at some of this stuff. You'll see what I'm talking about. Um, and documents and things that you just don't find and don't see. So, um, Deborah, I hope you can get that. And again, um, you know, we certainly applaud uh, everything that Mount Carmel is doing and that uh, Dr. Melton uh, and Dr. Williams are doing. Uh, and we applaud everyone, everyone who is who is doing it. They're they're going all in. Uh, they're going all in. Uh, and like I said, Black History before, Black History during, and Black History after. Uh, there used to be uh, on the Tom Joyner Morning Show uh, back in the day. I think I remember. Uh, I'm trying to remember. It might might have been in the '90s because I remember I used to hear it every morning when I was dropping my kids off at uh, daycare. And uh, it was uh, it was sponsored by McDonald's, and it was Black History 365. And so every day on the Tom Joyner Morning Show, uh, there would be some kind of a Black History fact. And it was a really nice franchise. Uh, and every day that the show was on, you got Black History. So that it wasn't like during the month of February. It was every single day. And I love that. And I, I think that there's some, um, there's some entity that still does that. Uh, but I remember uh, back in the heyday, uh, TJMS, they used to do uh, Black History 365. So uh, th this Black History Month, it, it's a sin and a shame that <sighs> something is a knock, something as simple uh, as this, you know, has to be, I don't know, you know, turned to the left and, and just, just, just gotten off the rails uh, somewhat uh, and, and mixed in with a whole bunch of other things. And I, I don't know that for sure, but I do know that I, I will tell you this, Rush didn't have a press conference for nothing. Okay, now we can say that uh, there's no controversy. I'm telling you, Elder Lionel Rush does not hold a press conference for nothing. Uh, so um, that's going to be at uh, 4.30 uh, over there off of Fall Creek at the Julia Carson Government Center, 300 East Fall Creek Boulevard, North Drive, uh, starting at 4.30. Um, 317-972-3008 what'd you think uh, AJ a lot of stuff in here isn't it yeah that's yeah. like that's like an, an entire encyclopedia worth yeah. of information that's yeah. incredible I didn't think it was that that heavy mm -hmm. <laughs> is, that is a lot of info right in yeah. one in one place i've never seen anything like that i haven't either it's that uh, it's just that complete uh it, it does it feels just like an encyclopedia very much so i'd never seen um a cotton ball you know i guess a real you know i've seen cotton but not like cotton that it's in the fields yeah that's that is really really intriguing i'm, I'm gonna have to look that up because that looks like something that me and my girls can get into oh yeah 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 I, i'm gonna I'm gonna stay with it. He he was here um, when we were down at the other building, uh, not here. You know, he called in, of mm -hmm. course, uh, and he was. Uh, it was a several a few years ago when he was just kind of launching it, getting it going, uh, and he was going to a lot of different um, markets, uh, sharing information about it. And to this, you know, to to the best of my knowledge, up to this point, uh, there's no school system or district or city our town in the state of Indiana that has adopted this curriculum just yet. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's hope that they do at some point in time. But there are more than 200 other school systems across the country that have, uh, that have adopted his curriculum, uh, Dr. Milton. So, and, and the other thing is when um, uh, Dr. Dr. Williams is going to, you know, he, he's going to be kind enough to, uh, to come back and give us a, uh, you know, kind of a debrief once or twice after a couple of these sessions. And, I'm hoping that he will have Dr. Milton with him 
uh, during one or two of those debriefs with us uh, because uh, they are co-teaching uh, this history. You know, uh, Dr. Milton from an educational perspective and, of course, uh, Dr. Williams from a, um, a faith-based and biblical perspective. So uh, it's, it should be good. Love to hear it. Going to hear it. Going to hear it. So, mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to have to wait. I like to know now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to wait. I like. I want to know. I want to know now. So, uh, but we'll we'll know. We'll know. Uh, some other uh, news involving IMPD. Um, have you heard about that? A lot of people are are talking about how police have shut down uh, an illegal nightclub at a West Side Indianapolis home. And I was like. A, a nightclub at a house in a neighborhood and so here I am I'm thinking it's a great big house and uh you know I, I don't know I guess I'm thinking nightclub house what have you and then I saw it was just a very simple modest ranch and at, they said a nightclub had been uh the, a, an, an attached garage had been converted into a nightclub and that this place would open uh at three in the morning when all the other places in the city and county had, had closed. And, um, wow. Uh, a lot to say about that one, too. Uh, ch check this out. Let, let's take a brief uh, recap from our friends at Fox 59. The city's alcohol task force just shut down an illegal nightclub that was operating inside a west side home and keeping neighbors awake. Now, IMPD says they've been getting complaints about a home on Lupine Drive since last year. Neighbors complained about fights, shootings, loud music, and trash thrown into the street. Detectives searched that home Friday afternoon and found a fully stocked makeshift bar inside of a converted garage. Police say this was an after-hours club. The operators would invite people over around 3 a.m. after licensed bars and clubs closed for the night and to continue the party. Uh, MPD officials say this is not an uncommon operation, but it's something they take seriously. Uh, the message is clear that we're going to come, you know, and, and if you continue to operate with them, we're going to try to put you in jail. We're going to sue you civilly. And if you're the property owner and you're renting that facility, that home to someone else or that business, then we're going to sue them as well. So a couple who operated the club have not been charged, but IMPD says they could face charges of maintaining a public nuisance, serving alcohol without a license, and tax fraud. Anyone confirmed as a patron of the club could be charged as well. Yeah, 317-972-3008, uh, 317-972-3008, our new listener line number. 317-972-3008. AJ, here's the, I'm going to give you a little history lesson here. Uh, okay, let's go. Um, and, and again, it's, I, I'm summarizing here, and I'm sure that there are those who are a lot more uh, uh, learned in, uh, in our history than me, but mm -hmm. I, can, I can give a brief summary. But first of all, you used to hear about these types of busts, if you will, mainly around election time, right? Because they would go after the uh, the ticket houses, the uh, the bootleg uh, liquor stores that before Indiana started having Sunday liquor sales mm -hmm. and all those. And so those who wanted to score political points uh, against their political enemy or enemies or political opponents or what have you, they would, you know, the low-hanging fruit, so to speak. Because here's the thing. These types of operations have been in communities especially black communities for decades uh they were they were born out of the fact that we were not allowed to go to i mean they were born out of segregation i'll just make it simple 
And so they they were all there, legal or illegal or what have you. I mean, they, they just have always been. Um, you know, same with the bootleg cabs and all kinds of other things, which is, uh, you know, that, that uh, Uber and Lyft is a takeoff of the bootleg cab that used to be in the, in the neighborhood. You right. remember that yeah. or hear about that? Uh, so I'm just kind of wondering, this one must have been, this particular house, because everybody know if you live in or around it, I mean, even in, my small community, Madison, Indiana, we all, I, there was a place that operated just like that, you know, just like this place. Mm -hmm. And we knew about him and it was Mr. So-and-so's place. And he, you know, he knew what he did and he would go on certain days and, um, you know, certain days he'd be open, certain days he wouldn't be. And then they shut it down. Nobody's, you know, said anything. Nobody else was the wiser, I guess. I don't know. So what I'm saying is this, but because, these types of places have been tolerated uh, in uh, communities of color for so many years, so many decades. People just knew where they were and, and things of that nature. This particular operation must have been especially egregious. It had to be just downright no good. I mean, it just had to be horrible. Oh yeah, that's that's what I'm. That's what I gathered from the report that Fox had made. It said they had a lot of complaints, a lot of a lot of calls, a lot of responses to that location. Mm-hmm. So it just seems like they got out of hand. And I, I believe it said the most recent one was a shooting what yeah. happened over there. And I was like, well, you know, it, it, you understand kind of, you know, like you said, it, this is a thing that's been happening historically forever. You know, mm-hmm. but, but you even, know, yeah, even at those uh, the, the ticket houses or P-Shake, they called them P-Shake, some called them P-Shake, some called them ticket houses. They did not tolerate, uh, and <laughs> I learned all of this from my reporting, trust me, I did, 317-972-3008. But they, they didn't tolerate hooliganism. They didn't tolerate trouble. They didn't tolerate anybody causing a mess because they operated a lot like you hear how mobsters operate. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, anything that that brings attention to what they're doing is bad for business, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you keep your mouth shut. You just go about your business. You do what you're going to do. And if you come in here to start trouble, you got to go. You can't start trouble. You can't keep uh, things going. Now, I am not, not condoning anything illegal. I'm just saying what the culture used to be. Uh, and that is true it it did and it's a culture that used to get absolutely spotlighted during election time so that's what i'm saying it's not it's not near the elections it's not anything so this place had to be a hot mess mm-hmm. it had to be an absolute hot mess and everybody's been talking about it yeah, you hate to see it well yeah <laughs> i hate to see it but you know there, there's a thin line too aj between a place that acts as an after party mm-hmm Right. Uh, a place that uh, there's the liquor stores are open seven days a week now. So you don't have to really have the bootleg. You know, there's a there's a thin line. Yeah. Uh, and folks, I will say in African-American communities, communities have always been, um, uh, I, I don't know, ambitious and uh, able to turn a dollar. Be it, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, that but that is pretty dangerous that people are, are taking. But it's just another sign that. That somehow, even even illegal things that have gone on in within the the community for 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 generations, even those are now shooting shooting galleries, so to speak. You, you people just want to shoot them up and 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 create and cause 
just issues, I guess. I don't know. Create uh, folks that are trying to make an economy. I shouldn't laugh about that. That's not funny. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's how folks used to make money, AJ. They did. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's, it's you know, it's, there's no rules anymore. Uh-uh. And you wish there were. And maybe that, you know, maybe those, they could have kept going with what they were doing. But I guess, you know, everything no. happens for a reason, I'm assuming. Yeah, well, they, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, if it was getting that bad. And in the neighborhood, and when you pay your money, when you pay for your house and and keep up your property and everything else, and then somebody else is right across the street doing something they have no business doing and doing it wrongly and, yeah. and whatever, yeah, that's maddening. Yeah. Because you don't pay for that. At all. I'll mind my business until your business is in my business. There you go. So just there you go. Make so. sure I don't know and we don't have an issue. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, like I said, this one had to be especially bad because they uh, there's no elections. But um, I think they even slowed down going after the pea shake houses during election times. Uh, used to be quite a bit. I don't, I haven't heard of those any any bust at those for a while. I don't know. Anyway, three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. So far. Uh, we have talked about a uh, press release uh, that was sent out by the Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance that is to be followed up by a press conference, uh, well, a little, just over two, two hours from now uh, at the Julia Carson Government Center. Um, it's focusing and centered on, um, uh, Attorney Turner said no controversy, but uh, uh, Elder Rush, Lionel Rush, president of the Ministerial Alliance, says, it's something that needs to be addressed. It has to do with IMPD, uh, commemorative uh, Black History Month badges, and um, what would appear to be—I um, don't know what you—I don't know what you would call it—an uh, oversight uh, by uh, some officials with the Public Safety Foundation uh, in terms of getting those badges ordered for display for officers to wear during Black History Month. Uh, and uh, now they will not be available. Uh, I questioned as well. I was talking to someone else, and I questioned as well. I said four to six weeks sounds like an awfully long time. I mean, you seem like you could get um, anything, you know, you can put a rush on it, but um, uh, I was assured that because this is a new design and there's artwork and all kinds of other things and the material and this and that and then the printing and then the shipping even with a rush shipment um it still would not be here in time for black history month because if it wasn't ordered until the king holiday that the order was placed on january 15th mm-hmm. uh so two weeks after that um, i mean even if you get okay four to six weeks even if you get it in four weeks um it's still not going to be you know enough time to display during black history month so yeah, very interesting situation to me because how do you how do you miss that? You know, that, for that almost seems like a, a simple month. one. That yeah. seems like a real simple one to, to you know to put in the basket mm-hmm. and you let the ball drop instead. That's a tough one. That's that a is tough a tough one. one. And, and mm. it seems like negligence, but well, I guess we'll find out. Yeah, uh, it, it could be negligence. Uh, the fact that it was not ordered until the King holiday, not that not ordered until that day. Massive coincidence massive coincidence i'm glad someone pointed that out because i i don't like that (laughs) just like makes you want to wonder makes you wonder like here it it feels like take that doesn't it kind of kind of yeah sort of yeah kind of sort of like take that but that we and you know what here's the thing aj if i'm wrong uh i will be the first to say you know what i was so off base it wasn't even funny and i will apologize and 
uh, and say I was off base. But we certainly, I do know for a fact that we certainly support uh, the IMPD and the officers, both retired and current, mm -hmm. uh, in their efforts and attempts to uh, commemorate Black History Month and wearing those badges, those beautiful badges that they had. Did you see the design? I did. I did. They, yeah. they look very. They look very astute. They they're very cool looking. Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. it's going to stand out. It's yeah. going to stand out on the uniform. And it'll be a little refreshing to see. Yeah, it'll it will. Refreshing to see. And, and I hope they get to wear it uh, year round, like uh, Mr. Russell was saying. Just wear it all year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Just wear it might all as well. Year. Leave it on. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> um, they, they have other the officers have a lot of commemorative uh, uh, signs and symbols. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if an officer is passed, they, they wear the black, you know, the black. If, you know, the uh, it, it's just so many different um, symbolic uh things that they can wear and, and use. And again, this is not necessarily uh, just the black officers. They, I mean, they're the ones that, that organized, put the design together and, and paid for them. But I'm sure there would be other officers that are not necessarily African-American on the force that would be supportive of Black History Month as well. I know there are. I know there of are. Course. Of course. I know course. there are. There's no doubt that there are. Um, and there's no doubt that, that these African-American officers, like I was saying, have supported uh, other minority and marginalized groups within the department as well. I know they've done that too. So um, I think they support each other. This is just unfortunate. So um, again, 4.30 today, uh, Julia Carson Government Center, uh, Interdenominational Ministerial Alliance will be there with some other community leaders. Uh, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what they have going on. Uh, the other thing uh, that we talked about, uh, just interesting uh, that the uh, in-home nightclub that got busted uh, was apparently a very, very disruptive, dangerous one. So, folks, please don't do that. Don't have these nightclubs in your home and in neighborhoods. Neighborhoods are neighborhoods for a reason. You know, mm -hmm. they're for people and families to be able to live and, and, and enjoy uh, the fruits of their labors in their home. Uh, you don't have why you got to take a nightclub go to a nightclub or go buy one somewhere um the um the other thing um that uh james and i james patterson our contributing analyst i think what is today tuesday yeah james mm -hmm. will be with yeah, us tomorrow. tomorrow yeah we were talking um about uh that um remains human remains had been found at uh, the site near the future indy 11 complex right. that one time right mm -hmm. Well, my understanding is more have been found. And what did James say? He said there has to be more, Tina. There has yeah. to be more. Uh, because according to historians, uh, that area over there is this, you know, is the site or was part of the, the, the Green Lawn Cemetery, the city's oldest and uh, the first, I do believe, all African-American uh, cemetery. Uh, and so according, again, according to some um uh, historians, there could be uh, as many as 2,000, nearly 2,000 people still there because some, while some of the remains were moved to other cemeteries, um, there are others that they don't have records for, and they're thinking upwards of maybe like 2,000 could be. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, that's that's just the guesstimate of some what some historians are thinking. But the fact that, it, you know, <laughs> they were told. They were told when they started construction, so now they're trying to build. This is the Henry Street Bridge, this particular one. They were just told that this is a burial ground and it ain't, it's not all clean. We found what we, you know, what the records that we could, but there's still bodies there and they're coming across them one after the other. 
That's ridiculous. You know, and and if you have the warning, but I, you know, that's a double edged sword. I guess why why choose that space? <laughs> I don't know. Why choose that space? Or I don't you know. know. I don't know. I got to I got to call Eunice. I got to call Eunice. Uh our new listener line 317-972-3008 317-972-3008. Uh let's uh let's take a listen to the most recent discovery of human remains. We are learning of more human remains found near where crews are building the Indy 11 soccer stadium here in Indianapolis. In fact, it's close to where a new bridge is supposed to be constructed. As WRTV's Caitlin Kendall shows us, this didn't come as a surprise for historians here in the city. Where I'm standing right now is supposed to be the new Henry Street Bridge just outside of downtown Indianapolis. But below the surface of this ground, human remains found and history to be told. The sound of work at the site of the future Indy 11 complex. A billion dollar project already underway. And just next door, DPW utility crews uncovered human remains at a different site the new Henry Street Bridge across the White River. We weren't surprised because we do know that this site has a long, complicated history. DPW tells me it was anticipating human remains would be found, making a pledge before construction started to be transparent with the community when excavation started if human remains were found. It's critically important. We know that um, there are decades, if not centuries, of neglect of these issues, and, and uh, frankly, we don't want to be a part of continuing um, that violence to the community. We want to be a part of the solution in, in honoring and telling the story long-term about the history of the site. Portions of the project overlap with the old diamond chain complex, which was built on top of the city's first cemetery. This is the uh, original four-acre berry ground site. Local historian Leon Bates says the soil here is rich with history. The cemetery was created back in 1821. And the list just goes on. There's people, there's people here, there's stories here that we don't understand, don't realize until someone points it out. DPW says crews recovered a piece of a finger bone back in July when utility crews were trying to find buried fiber optic lines, but say there wasn't any more evidence of human remains at that spot. We don't know how many people got left behind, but we know it's a large number. So in, invariably, they're going to find them. Just as Bates warned when the Indy 11 complex broke ground, he anticipated remains would be found at this job site, too. It wasn't all hyperbole on our side that you're going to find people. He hopes crews will slow down and look for all the people buried here before moving forward, though that wish might not come true as crews are already scheduled to work. They're going to find remains as this project goes on. In Indianapolis, Caitlin Kendall, WRTV. The Indianapolis Department of Public Works says the discovery won't push back their project for the new Henry Street Bridge. They say crews were doing pre-coordination work ahead of spring when ground is expected to be broken. Mm-hmm. And there you go. So, <laughs> I don't know. What was that? Uh, what, wasn't there a movie once that was really, really popular that where i know i'm getting way off here but i'm mm. just follow me okay <laughs> where it, it, i can't think of the name of the movie but um someone decided to build some homes over an ancient indian burial ground uh they were told not to do it and then you know of course as hollywood would have it uh nothing went right everything <clears throat> went wrong because the um the the so-called spirits from uh, that that were not happy that the remains were being disturbed, and so the, I can't think of the name of that movie. Hmm. Um, if anybody can think, it was a, it was sure really popular, that. yeah. Hmm. But it is 
the other thing is it's just considered um uh, i don't know honorable uh you know you respectful i mean how many you know you're not just going to go over to crown hill and and start digging up and and you know what i mean yeah it it seems it seems a little out of pocket to me um <laughs> I would have chosen a different spot, but I, I understand yeah. that the yeah, the magnitude of that pro of that project, you know, you don't have many places to go in in the area that they're looking to build. But at the same time, yeah. that's just you a real bad look yeah. to be moving or not but, even moving the remains, but just mm -hmm. happening upon them. Yeah, just coming upon them, and and then throughout this project, um, as the the soccer stadium is being built, one body after another. I mean, I I don't think that that's a good look. Uh, you know, one body after another uh, being discovered as they're they're digging for a foundation. Uh, they're putting a bridge. They're doing all these other things to build a soccer stadium. I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know. Was the movie Poltergeist? Uh, was it? 1982. I don't know. It might have been. You know what? Here's the other thing. I don't watch. Somebody told me that that's what the movie was about. I don't mm. really. Do you watch scary movies? I'm not a big movie person. My attention span isn't that long. Mine isn't either. I don't <laughs> sit still long enough for that. Oh, I, I, I really something. ain't that crazy. I just don't. I. Somebody said, let's go to the movies. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I do love to go to the movies, but but uh, only by myself. Yeah. Uh, it's got to be some kind of wonderful for me to go to the movie. <laughs> and I really don't like sitting sitting at home. If I'm at home and movies are on, I'm finding 80,000 other things to do because I'll lose interest unless it's really, really, really good. It has to be really good. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, the, I, have, I have several groups of friends that they're, that's their, their thing. They love to go to the movies. Mm. And I'm always like, mm. <laughs> you know, I'm like, I don't know. I want to do something else. So let, let's get to go to the movies. But now you like going to the movies? I do. I love it. It's, no, my, it's one of my self care things. Really? But I cannot take anybody with me. Why? Now, why do you have to be by yourself? If somebody goes with me, I'll be distracted. I'll, I'll, huh. be, I'll be distracted by that person. Really? Mm -hmm. So I have to go by myself and, and sit by myself. It's kind of a thing that I have to make myself do, but mm. it's how I cut off from the world. Mm. Well, now, I, I will say that um, when I was working nights and looking for things to do, you know, during the day and stuff like that, I would go to a movie, but only during the day because it was uh, cheap. <laughs> it was cheaper because I never would pay uh, full price for movies. So I would go, you know, during the day, uh, you know, something to do. Uh, but I haven't done that for a long time. First of all, I haven't worked nights. You know, you work... Uh, uh, three or four o'clock in the evening until midnight. Well, you could go to the matinees starting at as early as eleven, uh, and that's you know that was something to to have fun and something to do. But um, yeah, I, I there are certain movies I will if if I'm really 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 like uh, I want to see Open Oppenheimer, uh, but I heard it's three hours long. But everybody keeps saying Tina, it doesn't feel like three hours. I'm like, man, I can't imagine. But I do want to see it. So it might be better to, to watch it at home when I can, you know, maybe watch an hour and a half, you know, pause it and then come back and watch the other half. I don't know. But maybe. I don't know. Just a little quirk. But I, you know, I, I certainly get what, what you're saying, uh, AJ, about um, going by yourself because I can see how other people might distract you. I can see that. Definitely, definitely could see that. So, um, you know what? Um, we may be coming up very quickly upon... Uh, a break, I do believe, closely. Yep, one minute away. So let's go ahead and take a, a quick break right here, and we'll be back with more Community Connection right after this. 
let's get back to the conversation. It's Community Connection with Tina Cosby on Praise AM 1310, 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration Station. And we're back with Community Connection. Lines are open, 317-972-3008, 317-972-3008. Uh, yeah, a footnote to uh, mine and AJ's conversation about movies. I'm not anti-movie, I'm really not, and I do get your point, AJ, about going by yourself because that makes sense, you know, you're not distracted. Right. Uh, and But you and I are of one mind when it comes to when we do go or when I when I used to go, and even if I go now, it's got to be a matinee. Pro- I'm not paying to- I'm oh, not yeah. paying full price for a movie or a snack at the movie. $5 for a little bitty teeny, teeny piece of, of candy, which I don't really eat, but $5 and you can go to Dollar Tree or Walmart or somewhere and get it for 99 cents. The exact same box. It's ridiculous. The exact same box. Ridiculous. So you you buy matinees? You go go to the matinees? Oh, yeah. Definitely go to the matinees, 10, 11 in the morning. That's mm-hmm. my favorite time to go. It's, mm-hmm. it's me and like, six other dads in there just <laughs> trying to get away so. just trying to get away yeah and the popcorn movie popcorn is good but it's not worth 25 dollars. it is not 13 bucks 13 bucks for the for the popcorn i can deal without it i can oh. deal without it you know how many you know how many bags of popcorn you can buy for 13 dollars? oh yeah that's a lot of overweight and Bacher right there i'm telling you and the, the old the old-fashioned kind where that your grandmother and used to make where they would take the, the actual kernels, put some oil in the pan, and, and just shake it and pop it. You could buy a whole lot of that for $13. I've only seen that done a handful of times, <laughs> and every time it has yeah. a memory attached to it. So it yeah. had to be good. It was good. I, they used to have popcorn poppers. In fact, I kept mine as long as I could because I wanted to show my, my kids, mm. and they were not impressed. They, <laughs> they just simply did not care. Um, they they came up in the age of air poppers and everything else. Mine was just an actual, um, it was a kettle on top of a burner, mm. uh, and you plugged it in, and you made your popcorn. It was supposed to be the, the happening thing. I got it, I think I got it in college or something, I don't know, you make your popcorn. But, um, yeah, yeah, I, I can't see. How in the world can they, because they, somebody was telling me that they paid $25 for some kind of a package where they got popcorn, uh, a drink and something else, and that was a value pack. Twenty five. That's oh, more wow. than the ticket. <laughs> wow. Isn't that yeah. more than the ticket? The ticket's yeah, twenty. Way more than twenty more than the ticket. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, they oh, said well. it's a deal. Oh well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and some folks call it the experience. They just want to go and just yeah. enjoy it. Love, yeah. it. love yeah. it. Love it. Love Do it. Do they? Do they? Yeah, I, it's good. Uh, 317-972-3008. 317-972-3008. Uh, AJ, share with us. You just got a call a few moments ago. A lot of times we get callers that can't stay on the line. Can mm-hmm. you can you share with us what the caller was saying? Yeah, so we had a caller call in and ask us. Uh, she was concerned. Uh, she lives out on the east side, and she mm-hmm. was concerned about the closure of a BMV branch out there uh, on near 42nd and Pike right before Franklin. Uh, that was a relatively 42nd new 42nd and Pendleton Pike then. Yes. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. Pendleton Pike. So it was a relatively new location, if I remember correctly. They just built that location about maybe five to seven years ago, right next door to that Menards over there. And mm-hmm. apparently they closed that location already. Mm. Um, I'm looking here uh, to see what they have. Um, uh, Michigan City and LaPorte branches it has here. I'm just looking for Indianapolis. But, mm-hmm. you know, there was one that I used to go to uh, that wasn't too terribly far from me, right up there at 86th and Michigan Road. 
and they consolidated that one with another one up there. What, what is it? Uh, in a township line near Nora, not not all the way to Nora, but close. I mean, it's still not far, mm-hmm. but um, I I don't know what what's going on. So that one you say it was fairly new. Yeah, yeah, that one was fairly new out there and um, on the east side. That one was fairly new. Yeah, and it's it's kind of shocking to see it close, but I guess maybe it's because a lot of people maybe people didn't know that it was there, or maybe they moved. I'm not sure. Mm. It's it's but I know the uh, the location in the Meadows near 38th and Keystone is is was much busier, so mm. maybe they consolidated over there. Who knows? Mm. I used to just find you know when I when I'd have to when I'd have Mondays and Tuesdays off you know because I worked weekends a lot too. Uh, whatever was because they would B M V would rotate. I don't know how the B M V does it now because I do so much online. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I, the the good thing is you don't have to do um, uh, stand in line and, and get in there anymore. I do so much online. But anyway, B M V would rotate uh, which branches would be open on which days, like certain days, uh, certain. I think they were all closed on Monday, and then uh, every Saturday, you know certain branches you'd have to drive around and find out which branch was where um on a saturday so um i almost i I can't remember the last time i've been into a branch because most of my business is just you know renewing license plates i do have to renew my driver's license pretty soon though so um i don't know if i have to go into a branch for that or not but i'm not sure but i I definitely need to find that out because mine expires in a couple weeks here yeah mine did mine oh yours do too okay yeah Yeah, mine mine (laughs) expire I, I probably should get on that this weekend yeah. or sooner than that, maybe. I don't know. 317-972-3008. Know anything about BMV or what's going on? Give us a call because uh, we have a caller that wants to know, and I am totally unaware. Uh, Rick, go ahead. How are you? Hey, good afternoon to the both of you. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Pretty good. I just wanted to say um, I don't know if you necessarily want to call that a new branch, but that's the branch that used to be at forty that that used to be at Pendleton Pike and Franklin Road, so oh. just a couple lights down the street, yeah. Uh-huh. And then they shut. They didn't really shut Franklin down. They moved it to you know where the Menards is. Yeah, so that area, yeah. that Lawrence area on Pendleton Pike has had a branch for at least thirty years, easy thirty years. Oh, okay. So, and that is true. They are consolidating a lot of them rather than shutting them down. Well, I guess when you consolidate, something is shut down because you're moving, you know, two into one. Yeah, you're doing two into one or something like that. Also, there's a branch uh, at, uh, at, what's it called? Uh, When you keep going up Pendleton Pike, which is several miles northeast to uh, Mount Comfort Road. And that's a great branch because there's hardly ever anyone there. So maybe it's grabbing a little bit of the Pendleton Pike business. Mm. Well, that's good to know. It's good to know, real good to know. Yeah, um, yeah I, I like that. Huh? For the people do have options that live in that area. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good to know. Yeah, and and I uh, I love to hear hardly anyone there because that's that's my favorite phrase yeah. when it comes to <laughs> to the BMV because I tell you, but even even when you do have to wait. They've, they've gotten to be so efficient now that even if you do have to wait, you don't have to wait long. So it's not as painful yeah, as it once terrible. was. Not terribly well, painful. Well, our little, our little trick to that branch in Mount Comfort, on Mount Comfort, was when both of my daughters were getting their license, you know, they had to do the driving test. Uh-huh. So they don't want to be driving in a city where there's a ton of cars. So we take them out there, and all there is is little country roads. So it was peaceful and nobody mm-hmm. pushing them and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. I tell everybody with a young kid, I said, if they got to take the driving test, take them out there to Mount Comfort mm-hmm. and, um, you know, 
You just have to watch for horses or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and deer. You got to watch for deer. Yeah. It, those deer will tear your through, cars yeah. up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. They will tear you up. All righty. Well, thank you, yep. Rick. I appreciate it. Okay. Take care. Both All right. You too. 317-972-3008. AJ, is this uh, Evangelist? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Hey, yeah, I was talking about the BMV. I think they consolidated, but it, anyway, it's at um, it's a mid hopper and uh, post. Um, oh, okay. Mid hopper and post is, uh, I guess that's where they went. Wait a minute. They, Wait a minute. Mid hopper and post. Don't they run mid hopper and post? Wouldn't they run? Would it be in between mid hopper and post? Because th- those are both. Uh, well, it's across it's across the street from, um, or does it sit right in back of the Popeye's Chicken? It's right up in there. Okay, okay. Because um, Midhoffer is one street, uh, and then Post is another. Oh, Washington. Oh, Washington. Oh, Washington. Okay. Post and Washington. Oh, okay. I was <laughs> going to say, because Midhoffer and Post are, are, are parallel, kind of, you know. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, mm-hmm. right. No, okay, it's okay. It's definitely East Washington and Post. Behind East. the uh, the Popeye's chicken, got it. Uh, and it sits back a little bit, you know, off the road. But anyway, it's a it's it's a lot bigger than where they were. It's a lot more, uh, you know, convenient as far as parking and being able to maneuver mm-hmm. over there. Uh, because I I really did not like Pelton Pike. It was too congested. This is helpful. This is helpful. Getting a lot of uh, a lot of callers out there helping us out. Three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight three one seven nine seven two three zero zero eight. A lot of traffic out that way. A whole lot of traffic out oh, that yeah. way. Uh, anonymous, go ahead. How are you? Yes, I was going to speak on the BMV. It is on Washington Street. It's in the old. H.H. Gregg building on Washington Street. Ah, oh, okay. It's right behind the White Castle. 
Okay. So how much of that way. building do they, is it you? I mean, that building is huge. Just, just, just the end of it, just the end. I was going to say that's end, a whole lot of room. Portion. Yeah. Yeah, just the end portion of it. This, you know, H.H. Gregg was a long building. It's just the mm-hmm. end portion mm-hmm. that they're in. What else is yeah. out there? Do you know? Uh, yeah. What What are you looking for? Well, yeah. no, no, no. What else is in that building? Is I guess is nothing. what I'm saying. Oh, nothing. It's just okay. So <laughs> yeah, it is further, just yeah, the building. Further down, further down, there's a uh, harbor freight. Mm-hmm. You know, harbor mm-hmm. freight was yeah. on the other yeah. end yeah. of the building. Yes. And and a um, flooring store. Okay, so mm-hmm. I, I was just trying to get an identifier or a marker if there's anything yeah. else in that building. But if the B and B is the only yeah. thing in that building, um, uh-huh. that's on uh, that, that end. On that, on end, that end. On that yeah. end. Okay. Yeah. It's very easy to find if you just look at that White Castle. Pull it, <laughs> turn it in there. It's right behind the White yeah. Castle. Isn't that always easy to find a White Castle somewhere here in the city? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, you can't miss them. <laughs> you cannot miss them. I tell you, we got more White Castles on the corners around here than anything. Uh, it's just uh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to say White Castle, you go right to it. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. All righty. Well, thank you for your help. I appreciate you. Indeed. All right. All right. You bye. take care. Bye bye. Yeah, White White Castle is a. Uh, is it's just a perennial. I mean, you know, it's just always been there and always will. I guess. Yeah, you can't get away from it. That's a Midwest staple. Yes, indeed, indeed. They have White Castles in Chicago. Oh yeah, they did. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I didn't was, know that. That was our place. Mm-hmm. That was our place. You know, when I lived uh, down south for a while, uh, they they did not. Well, where I lived in Chattanooga, they didn't have White Castles, but they had a, a place that was. I, I call it a White Castle uh, knockoff. It's mm. called Crystal at yeah. the time. Crystal Crystals. Burgers. They were horrible. <laughs> they were they were awful. I'm like, because uh, somebody was saying, well, if you used to White Castle, you're going to love a crystal. Let's go over and get you a crystal burger. I said, okay, I'll go get a crystal. Uh, so I went, and, and I'm like, eh. So and I'm, it wasn't that good. No. Oh, man. It was horrible. But I will tell you, though, um, there was a, uh, and I, oh, my goodness, I wish they had them up here, uh, a fried chicken chain that I guess you could call it similar to like Popeyes or churches. It was called Bojangles. Bojangles, Woo! yeah, they're still active. Yes, they're they are. Active. Oh That's my a goodness, good one. that is a very good one. And I have not seen any Bojangles north of the Mason Dixon line. No, they don't come up here at all. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I had it in Charlotte. Did you? Yeah. Okay, okay. I think I had it in Charlotte, but yeah. that's it. They're dirty rice. Uh, they're, you know, a lot of places try to imitate the dirty rice, but Bojangles dirty rice. And they're, uh, I'm not a biscuit person, but I would eat maybe one. Uh, but their chicken is just, just outstanding. I remember I was taking my uh, daughter and uh, a few of her friends down to uh, Texas. Not Texas. Where did we go? We went to Florida. Mm-hmm. Went to Peace, uh, Panama City Beach uh, mm-hmm. uh, for their uh, spring break. And uh, we were we were driving, and uh, I said, because they were all going to try to fly, and I was like, Man, yeah, why don't I drive you all? That way I can keep an eye on you. Yeah, so <laughs> anyway, uh, that was their senior trip. But anyway, um, we were, you know, just coming along, you know, just different places on the highways. And I said, you guys have got to stop it. We got to stop at Bojangles. And they're like, what is that? We've never heard of it. I said, try it, try it. <laughs> they ended up loving it. They brought stuff back, and they were like, oh, Mom, this is so good. One of, one of the other girls called me Mom. They said, Mom, this is so good. Thank you for stopping here. And they uh, they loved it. So um, if ever I'm in the vicinity, I, I won't go to a crystal. Have you? What about the Whataburgers? I love Whataburger. Do you? Love Whataburger. Don't like In-N-Out. In-N-Out. In-N-Out is West Coast. And they, I I just can't get into it. Jack in the Box? 
Hit and miss. Hit and miss. Okay. Hit and miss. Yeah. My brother lives in Texas, and uh, they love Whataburgers. Uh, oh, yeah. They love them. That's great. I, I had, what, what's your favorite there? Uh, the steak and shrimp combo. Oh, well, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, 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 well. <laughs> See, I just got the regular burger. I'm, you know what, though? Part of it might be that I'm just not much of a hamburger fan. Well, that can do it. Yeah, that that'll do it. it. That'll mm. do it. But if it's a good burger, uh, I'll eat it. You know where I used to? I'm, I'm not. We're not going to talk about food, AJ, because we got stuff <laughs> to do. But one of my favorite places back in the day used to be Fuddruckers. Oh my gosh! Wasn't that good? That was my favorite childhood restaurant. Yeah. I used to beg to go to Fuddruckers really? yeah. every week. If I was going to eat a hamburger, that's where I would go because you could customize it, make it the way you wanted it, and it always had such a good yeah. And that big cookie. <laughs> oh man, that cookie that that was five year old Adrian's heaven. Oh, yes, cookie as big as your face, wasn't it? It sure was. <laughs> Do they have any more? See, I think all of those here closed as well. I I have never seen a Ford Workers. Oh here yeah, in yeah. There yeah. was like three, three or there was. I know there was there was one east, uh, there was one north, and I think there was one. I think there were three of them here. Yeah, they probably did close them up, yeah. and I don't know if they still are active as a company. They might be. Now that I think about it, I don't know if they're still open in Chicago. Yeah, you gotta gotta look that up. Mm-hmm. Was that uh, the um, that one place? A friend of mine that's from Chicago. Uh, she likes to go the the hot dog place. Um, Portillos. Portillos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she does not like the Indianapolis Portillos because she said they're better in Chicago. <laughs> Same with Harold's Chicken. Harold's is true. Harold's is very true. They don't they don't translate anywhere. It's not just Indianapolis. They don't translate anywhere. They don't translate well anyway. Portillos, I can I I don't I don't agree. You think a Portillos? I think Portillos translates because they are a chain and they chain everywhere. Okay. okay. They really do chain everywhere. It's not a franchise. Mm, okay. Okay. There you go. All righty. Well, I tell you what, um, we have got to scoot because I want to get out of here and then see if I can get over to the Julia Carson Center to this press conference because you know I'm, I, I want to see. I want to yeah, hear. We got to find, find out. So we're going to go ahead and, and, and shut it down here. But we'll be back tomorrow. Um, that's all the time we have for right now. We are always Praise AM 1310 and 95.1 FM, Indy's Inspiration. Don't forget about our website, praiseindy.com. Willie Moore Jr. on the radio is up next. Thanks, as always, for listening. Don't forget our new call-in number, 317-972-3008. That's our new number. As always, be safe and be well. I'm Tina Cosby. We're back tomorrow, and this is Community Connection.